the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So, Grover. Yes. The tax, uh, the tax cut's been in a place now since December. When they first passed it, only 37% of Americans liked it. Yes. Last, uh, end of last week, we passed the 50% mark now the 51% of Americans who like it. I guess they've started to get that extra money in their paychecks. Maybe they got a bonus, whatever. And, you know, people like to get money, even if it is, as Nancy Pelosi says, crumbs, un-American. If you ever wonder, what's the difference between reality and what the establishment media tells you? This is one measure of it. Because people in December were telling you what they thought of the tax bill based on what CNN and CBS and Time magazine said. In February, they were actually looking at the bonuses that 3.8 million Americans have received. Uh, They were looking at their life savings. Half of Americans have a 401k, an IRA, a defined contribution pension. Stock market went up by a third so that their life savings increased dramatically. Uh, And 90% of Americans saw a pay increase because their take-home pay went up because their taxes went down. Tax cuts are pay increases. Mm -hmm. So that was reality. And now people are going, not only do they like the bill, but they used to tell you in uh, December that by 18 points, they preferred a Democrat congressman to a Republican congressman on the generic ballot. 15, 12, 18. Now, Politico, which is a left-of-center publication, their poll says Republicans up one. Uh, the pollsters tell me if the Republicans are down five, they still win the House. So we're looking at all of the estimates being between five down and up one. Uh, This is Republicans hold House territory, and we've only begun to get people to register what the tax cut means for them, because a lot of people have direct deposit. They don't see the paycheck necessarily. Uh There's going to be a little lag where more Americans go, wait a minute, it's been two months, there's more money in my bank account than I expected. What was that? You know, I I heard a a funny uh, quote a few months ago when when this all started. And uh, the left was saying, you know, the whole crumb thing and and all that ridiculous uh, verbiage that they had. And somebody asked, and I think it was on CNN, asked, how would you have all felt if this was a government check going to the people? And the person looked at the camera like a a deer in the headlights because the left would have loved that. Yes, yes, absolutely. One of the challenges of a tax cut or deregulation is the economy gets better, people have sustainable pay increases, more jobs are created, more people in the workforce. 
and no politician can jump up and down and go, me, me, me. But if he hands you a paycheck that is a fraction of what your pay increase would have been, hands you a, a check, a welfare check, less than you would have done in the free market, he goes, I did this. You owe me. I did this. And politicians want to believe that they're in the business of doing good things and helping people. And it bothers them when some guy who's only doing it because he wants to make money out of his, his pizzeria, that he's hiring people and paying people more and creating jobs. Uh, they can't do that. All right. We've talked about the positive. I want to talk about something that's being talked about that boils my blood. Okay. A 25% a gallon gas increase. Yeah. This is a punishing tax on the American people, and it's not necessary. They spend 40% of our highway funds on things that are not highway-related. It's insane. Walking paths, bicycle paths. Hey, we'll plant flowers here. We'll open museums there. This, if they would stop doing that, they could take care of our roads and infrastructure. It, you're entirely correct to be outraged at the idea of a tax increase when all they have to do is spend the money they take now competently, stop building bridges to nowhere, stop using highway tax dollars to uh, pay for the pensions of people who work at subways in six major cities. And it's about half of the money Davis-Bacon diversions is misspent. Stop that. You could double the effective amount of money without raising taxes. Here's the good news. They are never, ever, 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 ever going to get anywhere near raising a gas tax. Several reasons. One, leadership of the House is dead set against it. They're all running for office. Leadership of the Senate is dead set against it. And the people in the White House who look at polling data and say, historically, the president's popularity is inversely related to the price of gasoline. So when the price of gasoline goes up, the president's less popular. And if the price of gasoline goes up because the world's uncertain or because it's just uh, there's less drilling and so on, or if it goes up because there's a tax increase, the president's less popular. So the people advising the president will quickly make figure out, you don't want to do this. It'll make you look bad. And the congressmen and senators want Trump to have a higher rather than a lower uh, popular support because how badly or well he does affects all the other House races also. Add to that that the Republican campaign in California for governor, for state offices, for state legislators, for Congress, they've all got together and linked them along with an initiative to end the gasoline tax that Jerry Brown and the Democrats put in. Were you to have the federal government support a tax increase worse than the California one, in the, you would upend and undermine the entire California Republican Party's message. Uh, for all those reasons, I don't think it's possible that it would happen. It's also the president didn't include it in his package of things um, that he wrote down. But I think it's very important that we take time and energy to publicly flog it to death so that the next time somebody thinks a dumb thought, like let's have a gas tax, they remember this. Now, I've already begun talking about this and having guests on because to me it's fiscal insanity. 
It does. I mean, okay, so let's say we raise an extra couple hundred million dollars or whatever, and it'd be more than that. Mm. But with the way they're spending the money now, they'll get even worse in the way they spend the money. Because whenever Congress gets more money, they spend it crazily. Tax increases are what politicians do instead of governing. Tax increases... That is your most famous saying. You have said that for all the years that I've known you. And and at the end of the day, there are difficult decisions that you could make if you were going to be a competent governor or mayor or state legislator. The reason you raise taxes is that you don't want to have to make those decisions. You don't want to have to disappoint people. And so rather than govern, you raise taxes. So when... Do you think or do you think it ever happen? Will we ever cut back on government or will it always be, you know, as President Reagan said, the closest thing you'll come to immortality in this lifetime is a government program? We are very close to having a working majority in the House and the Senate for fundamental entitlement reform. And the only thing that takes the deficit down to zero, the only thing that allows you over the next 60 years to pay off the national debt, is to take entitlements such as Medicaid and Obamacare and food stamps. I'm, glad, then, I'm glad you said Medicaid yeah. so people don't get that messed up with Medicare. Care. Well, these are all the welfare programs for which you don't pay a dollar in. To, to support them, and they give it to you just because you're there and you're poor. You don't, um, you don't contribute to it. Social Security, Medicare, you do. Um, so if you take those reforms uh, and just have block grant them to the 50 states, have different states compete to do it better, uh, you can dramatically reduce the size and scope of government over time. You need to make haste slowly. We need one, you know, if you would turned the cost curve down 30 years ago, we wouldn't have a deficit. So we need to start now so that 30 years from now, people go, wow, who, who knew we were going to get rid of the deficit and uh, begin to pay down the debt. So I'm very encouraged. Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell are committed to getting this done. The Trump has made it very clear he is too. The question we have now is we only have 51 senators. If we can get to 51 they will move on some of this this spring. There's a real effort with the White House, the Senate, to get to 51 this spring. Do you, I, you know, I have a very positive belief in what's going to happen in November. I believe we'll hold the House, and I believe we will gain in the Senate. All of those Democrats that voted against the tax plan that were are in states where Trump yep. won by 40% and whatever by you know they're in serious serious tr- managed might as well not have even run for re-election as far as I'm concerned high camp's probably the same and Donaldson in Indiana is probably the same they're yep. all going to lose uh, they made a big mistake when Reagan came in and had his tax cut 1981 a lot of democrats voted for it a lot of Democrats who want to be seen as moderate, non-obstructionist, not left-wing ideologues mm-hmm. uh, voted for it. This time around, the hard left has so much control in the Democratic caucuses and primary system that they can't allow um, 
their own guys even to save their own seats to have them vote against the, the, the narrative of the left. Did you see Manage at the State of the Union? He tried to stand up twice and applaud the president, and Schumer just glared at him and he sat down. Wow. That, well, that shows... That, that says it all. The, the, the Democrats don't let you be your own person, and uh, I do think it's very likely that the Republicans pick up the West Virginia Senate seat, the Indiana Senate seat, Missouri, uh, North Dakota. These are all... The, and, and frankly, with uh, the Republican governor of uh, Florida likely uh, to run for the Senate seat, uh, that becomes a very doable seat for Republicans. I mean, at that point now, we're getting up into, what, 55? Where would we be? At? We'd be closing in on 60, pretty close. We're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, I do think at some point we probably want to get rid of the uh, filibuster rule, which requires 60 votes. I'm all about that. Yeah. You want a filibuster? Stand up there and talk forever. Yeah. Most people can't do that. Yeah. It, the Democrats would get rid of it in a heartbeat if it advantaged them. <laughs> it's not as if, well, it's great that we honor the filibuster because then they will. I don't believe for a second that they will. Yeah, I'm, I'm all about that as well. Let's go back to taxes and sure. talk. The infrastructure suggestions from the president. Your thoughts about that? One and a half trillion dollars. Now, he throws in the caveat. It's just going to be $300 billion from the federal government and then partnerships with the states and, and with business. Well, if it's a partnership with the state, it's still tax dollars. Here's the, the cheerful news in infrastructure. Uh, and infrastructure is a French word that means not roads. When they tell you they're going to spend money on infrastructure, it means they're going to spend it on not roads. Uh, and so there's a real danger. I mean, when the feds give a state money, it's free money, and you, they can waste it. And they tend to. It's because it's free. That's it's not right. theirs. It's not theirs. They don't have to worry about Even it. Even if it was stolen from their own citizens, the feds stole it. They, the state government didn't. <laughs> uh, and so in their view, it's not their money. What we have the president putting forward is moving the permitting process from taking... 10 years to approve a road. I love that. Highways, uh, new roads, uh, bridges, uh, power plants, down to two years. If you have from 10 years to two years, it's about a $6 trillion savings um, on what you're trying to get done. Because we will change the permitting rules. Permits will have to be done all at the same time. You don't get federal money until the, your state and local permits are done. You know, don't don't ask us for money to go fishing for permits. You you can do the permits. Then come and tell us you got the permits, uh, and then we could do the project. Uh, taking that permitting down saves trillions of dollars over time. It loosens up uh, everything in terms of deregulating. I think we're in very very good shape if we focus on the permitting process reforms. And the danger, of course, is left will say, let's talk about all the money we spend, and we don't really have time to talk about this other, let's leave that to another day. Right. Uh, I would hope that, that they view that as non-negotiable. Okay, so, you know, I've been to your Wednesday meetings yes. before. You still, you're still doing them, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Every you, Wednesday. You keep your, your finger on the pulse of what's happening across the United States and the states. Yeah. 
Give a grade. How are the states doing in their own tax policies? A lot of them are doing very well. Iowa has uh, the governor's put together a tax cut proposal. The state senate has um, very good progress. Um, Oklahoma's trying to raise taxes to give the teachers' union money. That's unfortunate. Um, we are seeing tax cuts in Florida again. We've had tax cuts every year. That uh, uh, the Scott Scott's been the governor of that state. Very impressive. Um, the Republican governor of Illinois is trying to cut taxes, but he's got a Good ridiculous luck. legislature. Uh, Arizona's been cutting taxes. North Carolina's been cutting taxes with, with re- regularity. So there's a lot of very good news on progress. Okay. I'm uh, happy to hear that. Yeah. I really, really am. Grover, it's always a pleasure. I, I, I always love sitting down and talking to you because if i got to talk about taxes and things of that nature, I know you are really the man that's in touch with it. Well, and I appreciate you. you. Enjoyed the opportunity. All right. Thank you very much. You appreciate got it. it. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.